On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks did not land a top two pick in last night's NHL draft lottery, meaning they will officially be sending their first round pick to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And speaking of that trade, Blackhawks defenseman Seth Jones was recently named team captain for the United States at the upcoming 2022 IIHF World Championships. Plus, Blackhawks hockey is headed to Milwaukee in October. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, May 11th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please go and show some support first by following the podcast which will only take a quick couple of seconds. Literally, just a quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. Go and leave the show five stars if you like what you're hearing today as well. And if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, then feel free to leave me a review. I always greatly appreciate getting feedback from my tremendous listeners out there. And best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all 100% for free. So if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then you got to be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because each and every episode moving forward, folks, throughout the rest of the summer and into the beginning of next season, We'll be having a video version attached to it as well. So if you haven't done so yet, please, please, please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Go and smash the like button down below for me as well. And go share a comment as to whether you think it's a good or bad thing that the Blackhawks did not land a top two pick in this year's NHL draft. And also be sure to go and turn on those push notifications so that you can be notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, good up, good morning, everyone. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks, and for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. To open things up, let's begin with the 2022 NHL Draft Lottery that took place last night, which, as a result, we found out that the Blackhawks landed the sixth overall pick in the draft, meaning that they will, in fact, be sending that pick to Columbus as part of the Seth Jones deal from last summer. Of course, the only way the Hawks were going to keep their pick for this year's draft is if they landed either the first or the second overall selection, which they did not end up doing. Those picks ended up going to the Montreal Canadiens and the New Jersey Devils. The top 10, by the way, for those curious, was Montreal at one, New Jersey at two, Arizona at three, Seattle at four, Philadelphia at five, Columbus via Chicago at number six, Ottawa at number seven, Detroit was eight, which gave me a good laugh seeing them slip down again. 
Uh, Buffalo received the ninth overall selection, and then Anaheim rounded out the top 10 with number 10. But for the Blackhawks, this result of last night's draft lottery can work in both ways. It can be viewed as both a positive and a negative. The positive is that the Hawks are still alive for the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, which by all accounts, this kid seems like he's the real deal being brought up in, in the same conversations as uh, Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid coming out of the junior levels. This kid seems like he's the real deal. And even the next couple of players expected to go after Bedard are viewed very highly as well. One of those being uh, Chicago Steel forward Adam Fantilli. So even if the Blackhawks don't wind up with the top overall selection, uh, there there still is a pretty good chance of them landing a franchise-altering player. This 2023 NHL draft uh, has the potential to be one of the best in recent memory, already drawing comparisons to the absolutely loaded 2003 NHL draft. So that's the positive. Blackhawks still have a chance of getting a top pick next year, even if it doesn't wind up being Connor Bedard at number one. That's the good news. And the team, you know, looking at it from right now, team's probably not going to be very good next year. And um, with this result from last night's draft lottery, with them still being in the running for the Bedard sweepstakes, that kind of gives them a little bit more incentive to not be too focused on wins and losses next season. That's the good news. The bad news is this is still a draft lottery type system. So even if the Blackhawks go out and stink up the joint next year, even if they're the worst team in the NHL by, you know, 20 points or something like that by a wide margin, that doesn't guarantee them anything. That doesn't guarantee that they'd have a top pick in the 2023 NHL draft. And over the years, we've seen uh, quite a few teams get shafted by the draft lottery. So uh, depending on how you want to look at this result, this can be seen as either a good thing or a bad thing for the Chicago Blackhawks. They're still alive in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, and next year's draft is looking to be a lot stronger than this year's, but they're still not guaranteed anything, even if they're one of the worst teams in the NHL next year. So uh, it, it's kind of tough. You can see positives and negatives from both sides, but we won't really know truly if this is good or bad news for the Blackhawks until the draft lottery rolls around next year. But one thing we do know, folks, when revisiting the Seth Jones trade, knowing what we do now, it looks even worse for the Blackhawks. Based on last night's NHL draft lottery results, this is how the deal now shapes up. The Blackhawks received Seth Jones, Nolan Allen, which was who they took with the first round pick swap from Columbus last year at number 32, plus a 2022 sixth round pick in exchange for Adam Boquist, Cole Sillinger, who the Jackets took with the Hawks 12th overall selection in last year's draft, a 2021 second round pick, which Columbus ended up flipping for defenseman Jake Bean, plus the sixth overall selection in this year's draft. And there's a couple of things that play part in this being such a poor deal for the Hawks. The first and most important is that Stan Bowman enormously misinterpreted the roster that he had because this is simply not a deal a team makes when they have to go through a rebuild. Once again, Bowman misanalyzed the team that he had. He didn't have an accurate depiction of what this roster was going to produce 
on the ice because he was too focused trying to save his job. He was trying to do everything in his power to keep this team being competitive, throwing away younger players, taking gambles on others, getting rid of first-round picks, two in this instance. And this is what happens. The Blackhawks now, essentially, sure, they got Nolan Allen at number 32 last year, but a lot of people that follow the NHL draft and a lot of scouts weren't even sure that he was going to be taken in the second round. We're going to have to wait and see what Allen turns into, but basically the Blackhawks gave Columbus Adam Boquist, a second round pick, which they used well in order to land Jake Bean, plus each of their first round picks in the last two years for a rebuilding team. That's an absolutely crippling move. And by the way, with the Blackhawks being in a rebuild, they the one thing they really need right now that they don't have a lot of is a lot of young talent in their pipeline. Sure, they have Lucas Reichel, who by and large is certainly their top prospect. But other than that, you know, Ian Mitchell's had his struggles. I do still have belief in him, but there isn't a clear-cut star player per se other than Lucas Reichel in the system right now. And the Hawks certainly had an opportunity to get those type of players if they kept their first round picks in the last two years, but that's not the route that Stan Bowman ended up taking. And because of that, the Blackhawks are are now in an even worse situation. And that's why they have to look three to five years down the road because they haven't been able to get franchise altering players in the past two years. So it's frustrating and there's no way around it. This is just a, an overpay by Stan Bowman. And look, for Seth Jones, I was one of the people who thought he had a good season all in all, considering he was, you know, leading one of the NHL's leaders in ice time on one of the worst teams in the entire league. And he still put out some pretty positive analytical numbers. He recorded the second most points of his career. You know, we would have loved to see the goal scoring be more than what it was, especially on the power play with the Blackhawks, not recording a PPG from a defenseman all year long. But all in all, I thought Seth Jones, especially in the second half, had a pretty darn good season. And even if he becomes an all-world defenseman like the Blackhawks are hoping for, this is still going to be an overpay. And that's because the situation, the Blackhawks, and the direction they're heading in these next couple of years. There's no way around it. This is a crippling move for a team that's needing a rebuild. Stan Bowman wasn't able to look himself and the team in the mirror and understand what they truly were. And now that's cost the Blackhawks even further. This is just a an insane deal to make, considering where the Blackhawks are at this point. Uh, and knowing what we do now, based on the results of last night's draft lottery, uh, it's an even tougher pill to swallow because Columbus have have done things well the past couple of years, and now they have another chance to land another top player from this year's draft. While the Blackhawks only have hope of picking somewhere in the twenties from Minnesota, which isn't looking all that great at the moment with the Wild currently trailing the St. Louis Blues 3-2 to two in their first round series in the Stanley Cup playoffs. All right, there are some thoughts on last night's NHL draft lottery. Coming up in just a moment, I will get into Seth Jones being named Captain America for the upcoming 2022 IIHF World Championship. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. It's that time of the year again, folks, as baseball season is finally upon us. And BetOnline has way more odds and info from game scores, totals, player performance props, to where 
the next fired manager is going to land or who the first fired manager is going to be this year. Regardless of what you want to bet on, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just baseball. From the NBA and NHL playoffs, esports, boxing and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online is both the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games. Bet online, where the game begins. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Getting into segment two today, let's get into Blackhawks defenseman Seth Jones being announced as captain of Team USA yesterday for the upcoming 2022 IIHF World Championship. And I talked about this uh, last week when the roster was first announced by USA Hockey, but it, it only made sense for Jones to be captain of this team. He leads all players on the roster with five prior appearances for the United States internationally, and also with the team shaping up the way that it is, not being a very strong roster, if I'm being honest, uh, Jones, by and large, is their best player. And I'm really excited for him to get this type of leadership experience, you know, even if it could potentially be an early exit for the United States, um, because we heard head coach Derek King talk a couple of times down the stretch of the season about how Seth was taking on a a larger and larger leadership role for this team. He was becoming a more um, respected voice in the locker room. He was speaking out more and more and really just being one of the leaders both on and off the ice. And we also heard Kyle Davidson in his end-of-the-season presser uh, speak about how how well Jones has handled the situation that he finds himself in. Obviously, when he was first acquired by the Blackhawks last summer, I'm sure he didn't think that the team was going to be just entering a rebuild. I'm sure that's not what he you know signed on for. Um, but he's been a very good sport about it. He's you know said all the right things, talked about how he wants to be part of the changes here in Chicago, just being a really mature veteran and handling the situation well, understanding what's going on around him. Again, even though deep down he's probably not too thrilled about it, um, he's saying all the right things and hopes to be part of the solution with the Chicago Blackhawks. So for him to you get an opportunity like this where he's clearly going to be leaned on both on and off the ice, I'm betting he's going to be playing 25 to 30 minutes every night with the look of this roster, um, I I just think overall it's going to be a terrific experience for Jones in terms of his leadership abilities and growth in that area. By the way, the United States recently uh, arrived over in Finland where the world championship is going to be taking place. And I believe they actually are set to have an exhibition match uh, sometime this evening, or it would probably be sometime this afternoon here in the United States. Um, an exhibition match between the United States and Canada, just as a little tune-up before the tournament begins. Uh, And Team Canada, they recently announced their roster earlier in the week, and it's not even close in comparison to the United States. Canada has a much deeper and stronger roster uh, than the United States does at the moment, but that could be subject to change with uh, the players NHL players still having a chance to make the trip over to Finland once their team teams get eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. But one thing I will say 
with the tournament expected to kick off on Friday, we're just two days away from the opening round. Uh, and with the Nashville Predators being the only team that's been outed at this point, I'm not so sure uh, how many guys are actually going to want to make a quick trip over to Europe right after their team gets eliminated from the playoffs. So uh, we'll see on that front. Um, but again, the games are going to kick off on Friday officially, and the United States has a matchup in their first game with Latvia. And that's going to be an 8.15 a.m. Central Time puck drop, folks. Some early morning hockey if you're going to tune in and check out uh, Seth Jones, Caleb Jones, and Sam Lafferty in action for the United States. And two other Blackhawks also are going to be taking part in this tournament as well with defenseman Eric Gustafsson suiting up for Team Sweden and Philip Kurashev playing for Team Switzerland. And over the years, Kurashev has had some pretty impressive performances internationally for Switzerland. So hopefully he'll be able to keep that up. Unfortunately, I just saw on Twitter about 30 minutes ago that Kurashev has actually tested positive for COVID-19. So not sure how that exactly is going to affect his status for the first few games. I don't know the COVID rules uh, and laws over in Finland, but hopefully he'll be able to get healthy soon and we'll be able to join the team as soon as possible. And hopefully um, we'll be seeing strong showings from all the Blackhawks players that are taking part here in the 2022 IIHF World Championship. All right, there are some thoughts on Seth Jones being named Captain America for the United States coming up in just a minute. I will get into the Blackhawks heading to Milwaukee next season for an NHL contest. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Moving on into segment three today before I wrap things up, let's talk for a quick moment about a special announcement that came out yesterday from a couple of beat writers out of the Milwaukee area. And in the past couple of weeks, we've heard some rumblings of the Blackhawks potentially playing their preseason games elsewhere in the fall with even rumors of games going on in Europe or just all over the place. There were rumors about the Blackhawks potentially playing preseason games elsewhere. Uh, those, though, were kind of squashed quickly with Ben Pope from the Chicago Sun-Times coming out and saying that uh, the Blackhawks reported that um, they will be playing most of their home games in the preseason at the United Center, but there was a report and some talk of the team exploring one neutral site game in the fall, and we found out yesterday that that's going to be coming in Milwaukee. For the first time since the early 1990s, folks, NHL hockey is coming to Milwaukee where the Fiserv Forum will be a host to a Blackhawks game in October. We don't have official word yet whether or not this is going to be a, a preseason game or a regular season game with October being the lone month of the year where both types of games are, are in play. Um, but I would imagine that a preseason game is the far more likely scenario. I'm sure the Blackhawks organization doesn't want to be missing out on that United cent of money during the regular season. Uh, but either way, very exciting news for the state of Wisconsin and also the city of Milwaukee. Obviously, Wisconsin does not have an NHL team, uh, but with Chicago being the closest major city to them that does, I'm, I would guess that uh, there would be a, a decent fan base for the Hawks 
up there in Wisconsin. And I know how passionate their people are about uh, the Milwaukee Admirals, which is their lone professional team, of course, in the AHL, and also with the University of Wisconsin's hockey program. So this should be a a super fun experience for all those involved. Uh, And knowing how well Chicago travels up north for Cubs Brewers game, a.k.a. at Wrigley North, uh, I have a feeling there is going to be a lot of Hawks fans in attendance at the Preserve Forum in October. Again, we're not sure if this is a preseason game or a regular season game at this point, but I would imagine preseason is far more likely. But it is nice to see the Blackhawks expanding and branching out here and giving the folks of Milwaukee an NHL game to be in attendance for this fall. And hey, I might just have to make a trip up there myself. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Wednesday, May 11th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks on your favorite podcast app, and go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news and info on every team taking part in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to go and check out Lockdown NHL right now, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show or to the Blackhawks, feel free to email lockdownblackhawks at gmail.com. You could also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.